Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane, dumps it out the horse, packs it for three. Yeah! yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself. Oh my gosh, it's over. Windy City Assassin does it again. The road trip is in the books. Bulls are heading back home, and they have lost three games in a row. We talked about how tough it would be against Golden State and Sacramento. That proved to be the case. But now, Bulls are going home, but they might need to look themselves in a mirror. That's something we're going to talk about in today's episode of Believe in Bulls there on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz, alongside my partner, former Bulls bench Bob member and Tennessee Vol C.J. Watson. C.J., I got to give you credit, man. You called that Kings game. You said they were going to win that game, and the Kings end up winning. It was a bad end of the road trip, in my opinion. Yeah, it was a tough game to play, you know, coming off a Golden State loss and then, you know, playing another fast-running, fast-paced team. You know, it's uh, it's never in the fa- good favor of an opposing team. Well, especially when you're facing, like, a former Golden State assistant. Like we, right. we talked about that the other day. Like, they're going to be <laughs> similar, and right. the games went pretty similar, I think, because it's been a pretty common tale this year in these games, mm-hmm. and that's something we're going to talk about as we go along today after I tell you about our friends at Bet Online. Basketball is back and bet online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup information, player news, and game trends at bet online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, bet online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. It is always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. World Cup's going on. The U.S. has been eliminated, but you can bet on that as well. College Hoops is in full swing. Bet on all of it at Bet Online. What are you waiting for? Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B L E A V. Get that 50% bonus at Bet Online. It's where the game starts. And don't forget, as you're doing your Christmas shopping, your holiday shopping coming up, shop.believe.com is a great place to get some stuff. We have an official shirt of the show, Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance. And you can also get this hat at shop.believe.com. That is a shameless plug right there. I'm glad I wore this today. <laughs> shop.believe.com. Guys do great work putting that all together. It's a great place to do some holiday shopping. I'm sure I'll probably be hitting that up for some last-minute shopping. But you can check that out over there and support the show. Two-game losing streak to end the road trip. Actually, three-game losing streak. But since we were last on, Bulls lost back-to-back games. Golden State 119, Bulls 111. Bulls pulled back in. They made that a game on national TV. And I'm actually going to call you out on this because he called on Draymond Green to hit more threes. He hit the three that kind of sealed that game. They had no answer to that. The Bulls did. Then the Bulls lost to the Sacramento Kings 110 to 101. It is a two and four road trip. The record is now nine and 14. Your thoughts on those last two games of that six game with the circus trip. I'm still going to call it the circus trip. So I, I love the pace that they're playing in. I love the pace that DeMar and Zach are playing. Uh, uh, Vooch gave some uh, good effort. Um, I like the coaching change in the Golden State game, putting Caruso in the starting lineup for more defense, I feel like. Um, but uh, I just think they got to they gotta lock down on defense a little more. The scoring, they can score with anybody. I don't think the record dictates how good the Bulls are or could be. Um, but I think, like I said, this defense is, a, is the biggest issue, I think, right now. And that's going to be going forward. I mean, that's been one thing all year. We've been – complaining and whining about the defense and 
you know, you face Golden State. I, I was worried about that three-point shooting from Golden State. Yeah. That's what torched them. And then Sacramento, similar style. They shoot the three a lot. And that was the difference in that game. You know, yeah. I like the lineup changes. And if you missed it, Alex Caruso and Javante Green went into the starting lineup against Golden State. Iota Sumo and Patrick Williams went to the bench. Now, Patrick Williams started against Sacramento because Javante Green was out. That's why he jumped back in. But I'm hoping to see Javante in the lineup. But I was surprised to see Caruso because I thought he'd kind of anchor that second unit. I really thought we'd see Dragic in the starting lineup over Caruso. So what you said you like Caruso starting. What would you think about potentially having Dragic jump in that spot? I mean, I think I like Caruso better just for defense uh, pers pers uh, perseverance. Um, and then he doesn't really need the ball in offense that much. Uh, he's not going to really demand it on pick and rolls. Um, he can knock down a three here and there, but I I'd rather have him in there for defense and let Dragic come off the, uh, off the bench in the second union, just leading that group. I mean, he is the best defender on the team, Alex Caruso. I mean, yeah. that's not, I mean, the guy gives up his body mm -hmm. over and over. He made some big plays against Golden State to keep Bulls in that game. And yeah, I, I just feel like Dragic, he's great for that second unit. I think he kind of, kind of controls the offense, especially with you move Io and Patrick Williams there. That's a young second unit with the Sumu, Kobe White, Patrick Williams. You can anchor that with two veterans. It's great. Right. And I really think if you have Caruso on that second unit too, I think it would work just as well because not only does he bring the defensive like tenacity and all that, he's got that veteran presence to him too. So uh, I, I see why Caruso's in the starting lineup, but I, I feel like at this point it's just kind of mix and match. you got to find something that works because these slow starts are getting old. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You got you to throw everything you can out there, you know, especially just anything to get a win. I think <laughs> at this yeah. point, you know, just figure out the lineups, figure out who plays well with who, uh, what matchups uh, match up with the other team. So I think uh, Coach Donovan has to do a better job of doing that maybe and uh, just throwing things out there, maybe shaking up things and going super small um, and just, you know, just, just using whatever you can just to get a win. See, and the thing with Patrick Williams, too, because we talked about the debate all year. Should he start? Should he come off the bench? To me, I, I think he'd be good in that sixth man role. I yeah. think he could be one of those guys like, okay, this lineup, Levine, DeRozan, Vucevic, they're going to be your scorers. They're going to have the ball in their hands more. Right. So if you're Patrick Williams, you go onto that bench unit. Yeah, Kobe White is your catch-and-shoot three guy. You said Caruso doesn't need the ball in his hands a lot. Dragic can distribute. Andre Drummond's your rebounder. Patrick Williams, if you think about it, could be that go-to scoring guy. Yeah. on that second unit. Maybe I'm oversimplifying things. I don't know. Maybe I'm a, I am a Patrick Williams truther. I am out here saying that Patrick mm -hmm. Williams is legitimate. I think he's going to be a really good player in this league, but I think for now with the way this roster is constructed, especially with needing energy and Javante green, bringing that, I like the idea of Patrick Williams coming off the bench. Yeah, I do too. And maybe I, I, I like playing him maybe at that four spot, maybe uh pairing him with I'm Drummond. Thinking. And because, uh, like I said, you got to pair uh, Vooch and Zach and Demar with guys who can uh, knock down threes because they're going to get double teamed and they got to find shooters. And uh, right now we don't have any shooters. <laughs> yeah, that's tough when you can't shoot the three in this in this day and age. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, it's all about the three point shot right now. I mean, we, yeah. we, we joked all year about the Lakers who are suddenly turning a corner. It seems right. like are, are the Lakers good? If we, right. we let them off too early, well, no, I'm not ready to say that yet. But my, my point is, we we've joked about the Lakers not being able to shoot. The Bulls can't shoot either. Like right. I mean, they they go through the mid range game, which if Demar's on his game, Vooch from the mid range is good. If if Patrick Williams gets that that little floater he's got, that little yeah. pull, that little he does what two dribbles <laughs> off the corner, pull up jumper, like he's yeah. automatic with that. So the yeah. mid range game is it sustainable is another question. But for right now, if that's your strength, you play to your strengths. And you go from there. Now, you got that December 15th trade date. I still think we're going to see some kind of move. I don't know what. But for right now, ride the mid-range game. Ride the horse till she bucks you. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. You got to play to your strengths. And I think um, that is definitely one of the uh, trade things we should be looking at is trying to get a three and D guy or some more three point shooting around their superstars. And um, I think that would help the team uh, a lot. So hopefully that can get that. And then hopefully, you know, get the main main guy back, Lonzo Ball, who's uh, capable of willing this team to several wins just by himself, just being on the court. Yeah, and we don't know what the deal is with Lonzo. Right. I mean, I, 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 I'm yeah. done trying to speculate. I, I mean, I wasn't trying to speculate anyway right. on when we're getting Lonzo Ball back, but I, I'm sitting here going, okay, let me. When he gets back on the court, we're gonna find out more. But the fact that he wasn't running or cutting as right. of last week, like I, I'm done trying to think about that. And yeah, I mean, yeah. I say I don't want to use it as a crutch, but with the way the schedule has been, like you could tell they miss him. He's right. not Superman. He's not. Right. I'm, I'm actually I'm a Marvel guy. He's not Captain America. He's not going to come in here. He's not going to you know save the day right away. Like they, it's they still need more help. But yeah, yeah, I don't know sure. if I'm ready to blow this thing up yet. Which we're going to get to that in one second. But one more thing I want to talk about about the way this team <clears> is constructed right now. We talked about this before we started recording. I think it's something we can talk about on air for sure. Hmm. Zach Levine's shot selection. Yeah. Not sold on it so far. He's taken. He had a couple bad shots late in that Golden State game where I'm like, why are you taking that three? Like, I feel like yeah. one more pass sometimes. Yeah, I think it's a. Uh, I think obviously he's a superstar. He's uh, your main guy, but um, I think he has the green light. But I think also he still has to be aggressive, but also get his teammates involved. Also, that's going to help him out even more. Uh, it's going to get him even more open looks, even more single coverage. Uh, so I think a couple of those shots were questionable. I know he's one of the main three point shooters and capable guys of making threes and taking threes, but I think some of the threes that he's taking are questionable. He can get a better shot, turn it down, maybe drive to the paint a little more and get to the basket and maybe draw another defender and kick to someone else. Now, let me be clear. We're talking about the need for three-point shooters. I'm not telling Zach Levine to quit shooting threes. Like, <laughs> still shoot them. Just right. there, are, there are times where, like, don't force it. Like, right, yeah. When, in the Late in the Golden State game, I mean, the Bulls, they had the momentum going before Draymond hit that shot, and that was the one I tweeted. Like, they had no answer. Draymond right. Green hit the shot to put him up four points, and it was, it was over. Like, the right. Bulls just had no answer because they were forcing. And I, I want to see, don't settle. Get that extra pass sometimes or get inside. Like I, I that part of that could be the knee too. Like, I mean, the explosiveness is starting to come back. I feel like we're starting to see some of those explosive plays at the rim. But to me, Zach Levine just needs to sometimes just take a step back. Maybe I, I'm a big fan of the extra pass if you can take yeah. it. Like sometimes it doesn't work out, but one more pass doesn't hurt sometimes, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. One of my coaches always say, turn down a good shot to get a great shot. And that's what I think the Bulls need to do. Uh, attack the paint a little bit more, uh, get to the free throw line, and just let that kind of open up your three-point shooting. Because obviously, like you said, we're not a great three-point shooting team. Um, taking contested threes is never good. Uh, it always lowers your percentage, especially when you're not even a good three-point shooting team already. So it's gonna, your percentage is going to go down even more. So I think just attacking the basket more, trying to get some dribble, dribble drives and, and kicks to open shots. And just go through Vooch. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Vooch sure. is a good enough passer. He can find an open guy. If he if he can't find the open guy, he'll just take it himself. Yeah. Like, yeah. Stacey King calls it the land of the little people, the Gulliver's mm -hmm. Travels thing. Just let, let Vooch be Vooch sometimes. Like, and that's part of that could be, you know, the double teams and getting someone open. But I, yeah. I like to see more of it running through Vucevic. I'm a, I like the idea of running it through the big guy who can pass. That's that's the Nikola Jokic style. Yeah, Run yeah, it for through sure. the big guy. Yeah, I think you got to give Vooch some more touches, get him down there, um, make him draw double teams. And, and like I said, that's going to open up more three-point shooting, open shots. And uh, the spacing has to be a little bit better also. I think their spacing is kind of kind of all in the mid-range right now. So, But hopefully you know, they'll figure that out through practice and getting back home and uh, just getting some more, more reps in. Well, and that's where adding a three-point shooter will come into play. And as yep. we talk about additions here, the calls to blow this thing up, and we talked about this last mm -hmm. week. I thought it was a one-off thing. I thought this was just – 
a guy from the ringer saying the Bulls should blow this up, and I thought, okay, this will blow over. No. Right. You've got guys like Zach Lowe was out there saying, you know, the people are waiting to see what the Bulls are going to do at the deadline. I think Woj said something along that line. So th- these calls to blow this thing up and the idea of trading DeRozan, I have heard more talk about trading DeMar DeRozan in the last three days than I ever thought I would hear. And he's only right. been there a year and a month. Like, yeah, yeah. to me, I, I stand by it. New Year's. You get to January 1, if you're still there are five games under 500 right now, if you're yeah. still under 500 like this, if you're not in the hunt for the play-in tournament, then conversations need to happen. But may, is that going to be maybe too long to wait, do you think? Or, I mean, maybe I'm being too optimistic about this roster. What do you think? No, I think you should, you should stick with it. I think they still they have enough on this roster on paper to to win. I think their record doesn't dictate who they are. They're way better than their record, I feel like. I don't think you blow it up at all. I think you just keep keep with the pace. Obviously, you look to make some moves, and hopefully you make a couple moves that will help uh, better your team. Uh, but other than that, I think we just stick with it for now. There are a lot of injuries, you know, coming. Zach missed a, a pretty chunk of time in the beginning. So um, it's kind of like it's kind of hit and miss right now. You just got to stick with it for now, I think. And the, the thing about the idea of blowing it up, these are the same people who are talking about how much they gave up to get right. this roster. The money you paid DeRozan <clears throat> and Lonzo the amount you sent to Orlando for Vucevic. If you made that investment, and that's a lot you invested, why not try and see it through a little longer and give this roster a chance instead of giving up right away? Because you didn't give up all that to give up. Right. I think people hit the panic button way too fast. I feel like you got to be patient. Uh, It's a long season. Uh, Anything could happen. And uh, obviously these blow up uh, rumors are always going to start when you keep losing <laughs> If they win yeah. a couple of games and they'll, you know, it, it might cool down, calm down a little bit, but if they keep losing. It's going to be, you know, more fire on the, on the, on the fire pit. And the thing about this season, you know, we have talked every week about, Oh, it's a tough stretch. It's a tough stretch. The metrics show the bulls mm-hmm. have played the toughest schedule in the NBA this year. I mean, the number one, it's according to ESPN. This is not just me and CJ out here saying, oh, no, on the eye test, this is important. ESPN's right. metrics say the toughest schedule in the league so far without their starting point guard. Yeah. And going forward, this is from Tankathon. <clears throat> I could not find anywhere other than Tankathon, but Tankathon's pretty reliable, I'd say, with this stuff. Third easiest schedule going forward. Now is not the time to blow it up. That's why I say give it another few weeks or maybe make a move after December 15th. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like you said, this, we have the third easiest schedule. This is going to mean hopefully resulting some wins and hopefully, you know, four or five, six in a row. We'll get them back over 500 and give them some breathing room until Lonzo gets back. And if they make a couple of trades, trying to bring that team chemistry in with his new guy. So I think uh, it's going to everybody's schedule is going to get easier or harder. So just stick with it and, you know, and be patient. It's the thing. Patience. This mm-hmm. is still. I mean, yeah, you've got DeRozan. You, I consider Vooch is a veteran at this point. Yeah. I say. You, you've got those veteran guys. I mean, Zach Levine is a young budding superstar who's been to one postseason series, and that's not yeah. his fault. That's the fault of the situation he's been in. I would assume he was in his second year. Patrick Williams is in his third year, missed all of last year. So this is I count I count this like I feel like I'm talking about the Lion King. The Lion King two and a half, Patrick <laughs> Williams two and a half. I, I still don't know what that whole thing is right. about. But it's like year two and a half for Patrick Williams. Like you you've got guys who are still learning this, you know, how to battle through adversity and everything. Right. Having the tough schedule like that, it was just a bad draw to start the year. You're, this next few weeks is going to be important, and I want to see what they do after that trade. So December 15th, that's the date players who signed this offseason can be traded. Is that kind of how that works, if I'm reading yeah, I think that that's right? How, yeah, I think that's how it works, yeah. 
So that's like a date where you're going to see, okay, who are some of these guys who can be on the move? You've heard John Collins name thrown around. We talked about Derek Rose maybe as yeah. a target. Like, I mean, John Collins to me, do the Bulls go after a guy like that? I don't know. I haven't put much thought into that because we're still ten days away from this thing. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not ready to start looking into guys. Maybe end of this week and into next week we'll start finding out more. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think, like I said, just let it let it ride out to a couple more weeks. See if uh, going back home can get them a couple wins and see if they can bring, you know, uh, look in the mirror, like you said, and, and try really trying to find themselves and and really take responsibility on uh, on this on these games. And again, the record is nine and fourteen. You are twenty three games into an eighty two game season. Yeah, there's still a lot to learn. There's still a lot. I mean. The fact that they had the third easiest schedule going forward, if they had the third easiest schedule to start the year and they were nine and 14, this conversation is flipped on its head. We are talking about blowing this thing up. Toughest schedule in the league. Now it eases up. I'd rather have it this way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like you said, you get your young guys, give them a test in the beginning of the season, see what they can do, what they can't do, and uh, what you really have on your roster. And from now on, like you said, the third easiest schedule, we should be able to turn uh, a lot of these wins uh, um, and turn them around and really turn around the season, really. And you see, the thing last year, and it, it showed up on my Facebook memories today, the Bulls were a half game out of being the number one seed in the East a year ago today. They mm-hmm. also had a pretty favorable schedule to start the year. You know, right. That was something we talked about at the time. So now this year, it's just backwards right like they had a tough schedule to start now it's going to ease up that's that's a good test going forward and that's where you're going to see how do these guys come out on the other side of that that's where these lineup changes come in yeah yeah for sure i think like you said this is a young team kind of and uh you got some vets on this team but most importantly a lot of these guys have never been to the postseason they don't really know what it takes to get there so hopefully this will give them a little test and like you said the easiest schedule will hopefully benefit in our factor so one guy to watch here. If you could, if you could pick one guy that you got to watch in this stretch going forward, who are you going with? Uh, I'm going with Zach Levine. He's the superstar of the team. Uh, everything uh, goes through him. Uh, win or loss, it, it all falls on him. So I think uh, just to see how he reacts, how he responds, um, and uh, really takes on the challenge of being that guy, and then trying to will his team to a victory every game. And smarter shot selection. Yeah, yeah, a better shot selection. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't, I don't like seeing the I don't like going on Twitter and saying Zach, what are you doing? Like, yeah, I, I, I just like, go, I go back to that. Yeah, I don't like the bailout threes. I think mean, I know this league is all built on uh, making and taking threes, but um, you want to take take good ones and smart ones. Um, you don't want to just be launching up threes just for no reason, just because you guys need to get a get up a shot. So, um, I think his shot selection can be better, and that maybe will help everyone else's shot selection be better. Well, and Zach's had games where he's had seven, eight assists, so he's proven. Right. He can do it in more than just shooting. Yeah, he can be a playmaker. He just has to, you know, want to do it, I think. Yeah, and maybe that that could also be, I know there is pressure that comes with the contract. Mm -hmm. $250 million, there's a mental pressure that, oh, I got to play up to that potential. So maybe you're forcing shots. Right. That's that's part of the the conversation Billy Donovan's got to have with him. Like, hey, maybe take a a step back and maybe one extra second, extra pass. I I just, I go, that's my big mantra in basketball is i like yeah. the extra pass idea that's why i don't play anymore because i'm always <laughs> and when i play with my friends i pass the ball too much you seem like a scorer to me <laughs> I, I play good defense all right <laughs> i can't i can't shoot cannot shoot that's why i sit here writing about guys who shoot and talking right. about guys who shoot i play yeah. good defense hey you know, defense I, wins I, championships <laughs> i don't i don't put my body on the line like alex caruso does but i, I like to fancy myself as a good defender i'm sure my yeah. friends can you know vouch for that we haven't played in a while but part of it yeah. is because it's really cold here. I hate this weather. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I told you it's, let's see, it is now. Oh, I'm sorry. It's up to 42 degrees here right now. So it's up from 40 degrees. So we got More. a heat wave coming in. 
Any any wind chill out there yet, Chicago? I don't I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure in Chicago <laughs> there is. I mean, I live outside the city. We I don't get the lake wind like I did when I was in Chicago. I'm in the middle right. of the cornfield. There's no wind off the cornfield. Oh, okay, I mean, okay. There's nothing here. Yeah. I mean, it is literally the middle of nowhere <laughs> out here. That's it, it makes it that much colder. Right. But, I mean, it's kind of like not as cold as the Bulls three point shooting is sometimes, but still pretty cold. <laughs> I mean. But so let, let's look at the, I want to look at what's coming up next year. Like we talked, I've talked about, okay, third easiest schedule home against Washington home against Dallas at Atlanta. That's the first back-to-back they've had since that stretch where they had three back-to-backs in like a week and a half. Yep. So you get a back-to-back coming up. you got the Knicks at home for two. I mean, I'm talking home against the Knicks on Wednesday, the 14th home against the Knicks on Friday, the 16th. One of those games is on ESPN. Great. Another game on national TV. Awesome. <laughs> That's just fantastic. <laughs> like, you know, I, I think these are some pretty favorable matchups. Atlanta scares the hell out of me. I've talked about that all year. I mean, DeJounte Murray, yeah. enough said. Putting him with Trey Young, which there was an issue with Trey Young and Nate McMillan. I saw Shams reported yesterday. Yeah, That's I was talking about that at watch. dinner last night. I don't know what the issue was, but yeah, I guess I had he a, uh, had a uh, treatment or whatever. He didn't go to shoot around, and then uh, Coach Nate told him, don't go to the game. And Nate was my coach in Indiana, so he's very old school, uh, which I love and like. And uh, I guess he just told him, don't come to the game, and Trey didn't show up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no there's no school like the old school. I mean, that's, right, my, yeah. that's my attitude. Now. That's why I'm such a fan of the mid-range game. It's like, I yeah. love the idea of no school like the old school. But right. I, I didn't get a chance to read Shams' full story on that. I saw the tweet because I still – I turned on his free, his tweet notifications during free agency, and I just have never turned them off. I, I don't right. know why. And I got the alert. I'm like, Trey Young did what? And I yeah. haven't read the story yet. So that's something to watch going into Sunday's game. Yeah. But, you know, I think that's not a bad draw, I'd say, outside of the national TV game, which just play well on national TV once, please. Yeah. Just, yeah. Once, just once, win a national TV game. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, know they- that I think they did earlier in the year, but win another one. Yeah, yeah, I think they can go like, you know, five and one or four and two on that streak. I don't know if it's six games you mentioned or five, but I think they're all all those games are winnable. Uh, the Dallas game could be a tough one, but like I said, we just got to uh, bring defense. I think defense is the main thing. Once they get that defense taken care of and shored up, uh, the offense, we know we can score. Just got to stop somebody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's the big thing is just stopping a guy. And then we, we like looking at this Washington game. This is how I'm going to segue into this. Bulls play Washington on Wednesday. That's Wednesday. Right, yeah, Wednesday. Washington couldn't stop Anthony Davis last right. night, Sunday night. 55 points against the Wizards, and he had yeah. 44 points against the Bucks. That's the AD we've been waiting for, by oh, yeah. the way. Like, this is the AD I thought we'd see the whole time in LA, and we haven't seen. Okay, where, where's the joke? Where's the, where's the joke about the trade? We, to- we, we totally chalked off that trade proposal a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Now I'm going to hear people clawing for it because he scored 99 points over two games. I guarantee it. Right, yeah, yeah. He's silencing all the haters, which I love. Um, he's playing, like you said, the the way AD should have been playing, and we all know he's capable of playing. So I think uh, it's just more kudos to him. I think he's feeling more comfortable. Um, uh, I know Braun wants to pass the torch to him, but now I think it's even easier to do that when he's playing the way he's playing. Yeah, I mean, it it, it does a lot when a guy scored 99 points over two games. Yeah. And I've, I think he's the first one to have, what was it, 40, 40 points and 15 rebounds in two games since Kevin McHale. So he's yeah. in really good company. Mm-hmm. And don't look now. The Lakers are 10 and 12. Hey, man. I always said the Lakers are going to be scary. No one wants to play them in the playoffs because those three Hall of Famers they have in that team. And if they can make a couple of trades, get some shooters in there, they'll be definitely scary. If I'm doing my math right, they're 8 and 2 in their last 10 games. Yeah. And I'm, I was a journalism major. Take my math with a grain of salt. You're going to want to go check it out for yourself. Yeah. But 
10 and 12 record right now. That's a better record than the Bulls. Yeah. Those jokes we made earlier in the year come back to haunt me. That's the run the Bulls need to go on, like an eight and two run, you know, a, a five and one, you know, six and six and one. Like that's those are kind of runs they got to go on to get back in the uh, back in the hunt. And the key here, looking at the teams they beat, Brooklyn, Detroit, San Antonio, San Antonio, San Antonio. They played San Antonio three times. <laughs> looking at this guy, San Antonio, San Antonio, San Antonio, and then they beat the Blazers, the Bucks, and the Wizards. They my, my point is they've won the games they're supposed to win. That's what the Bulls right. need to do with the mm-hmm. schedule making this turn like this. Win the games yep. you're supposed to win. Yep, that's what it's all about. Win the games you're supposed to win and win a few you're not supposed to win. That's what Bruce Pearl always told us in, in college. And that's how we got to be a, a number number two ranked team in the in the tournament. We won the games we were supposed to win and a couple of the games we uh weren't supposed to win, we upset some people. So that's what you want. And Bruce Pearl knows a thing or two about basketball. Yeah, one one or two things. <laughs> I, I'd say, I'd say, did you if right. you watch Auburn last year? If you didn't right. watch Auburn last year, go find the highlights or just watch what Jabari Smith's doing in the yeah. league. I mean, Jabari Smith, he was one of my favorite players in college last year. Yeah. And Bruce Pearl, I know people say a lot about Bruce Pearl, the stuff off the court. You know what? The moral of the story is on the court, the guy wins. Yeah, he wins. I mean, Everywhere he, he goes, he wins. You know, he has his players playing for him. And one thing I can say, he's a player's coach. He's going to get the best out of you. He's going to play to your strengths and your weaknesses. He's going to help cover them up. So I, I love playing for him. I can I can tell I can tell you did, and I mean like I said the guy knows his stuff and I I need Bruce Pearl quote is going to work in my opinion in this case right. so <laughs> you know uh go let's hopefully the Bulls can win some of these games you know the ones are not supposed to here just quick uh, they're I don't think they're supposed to beat Dallas or right. beat Luca I mean right. I'm just gonna say beat the Mavericks yeah, yeah. they're not supposed to beat Luca um <laughs> you know the Hawks game that follow that Trey Young situation I'm, I'm very I want to. Very curious yes. to see what happens with that whole dynamic. I don't know this whole. I don't know the whole story. Is the big thing, but right, maybe yeah. I'm reading too much into it. But to me, you just win the games you're supposed to, and you're going to be fine. That's been yep. the hard part to start the year. Yep, just win, baby, win. Exactly. That's the old Al Davis line. Just win, baby. Yep. <laughs> I don't care if it's an ugly win. I don't. I don't care if it's an 87-86 game. Yeah, I mean, that's all. You want to talk about old school, 87, yeah. 86 like that? Yeah. If it's that type of game where both teams are shooting 30 percent from the floor, you know what? A win's a win. Wins and, a win. It's hard to get a win in the NBA. Don't don't take it for granted. Right. And now you're now you're going home. So it's gonna make it a little easier instead of spending six games, well, actually five games out west because you started the trip at Milwaukee. But yep. you're not you're not in West, you're not on Pacific time anymore. You're back home. Great city of Chicago. I know it's it's cold, it's annoying. I hate it, but you know, you're back at the United Center. You're gonna have your home yep. fans with you. I think that's gonna hopefully that'll light a spark and maybe they can end this little skid they're on. Yeah, I hope so. I hope the fans get behind them and come out and support them. And uh, the fans are way better, or the Bulls are way better when the fans come out and support. I know they play way harder, so I think it's good for the city and good for the Bulls too. Yeah, and we're gonna see how this next this next stretch of the schedule because you're you're now twenty five percent of the way into the season. Now we're gonna see how this next twenty five percent goes. Maybe some moves on the horizon. I don't know. Now we're at the point in the year we're gonna start talking about potential moves. Still never going to talk about blowing this thing up yet. I still think that's way, way, way too early. But, you know, we're going to see. It's going to be one of those stretches here. See what happens the next few weeks. We'll go from there. Yep, yep. That's all you can do. Take one day at a time and one game at a time. Absolutely. And we're going to take it one game at a time because we'll have one game to talk about when we reconvene later in the week. We're going to go ahead and wrap up today's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented to you, as always, by our friends at Bet Online. Use that promo code BLEAV, 50% welcome bonus. You can bet on the Bulls to beat the Wizards if you want. 
You can bet on the Bears to win their next game if you think the Bears are ever going to win another game this year. <laughs> you can bet on college football, college basketball, because you got the college football playoff is set now, which that's probably a topic of debate. I'm sure people are going to have thoughts on that. Right. And then you've also got the World Cup. There's a lot to bet on over at Bet Online and go support the show, shop.believe.com. Great stuff for holiday shopping. Trust me, it's some good last minute ideas there. Trust me, this this hat is really, really nice, by the way, especially as someone who needs a haircut, it covers it up very, <laughs> very well. We will see you back here on Friday talking more Bulls basketball. Hopefully we'll have more exciting stuff to talk about than a three-game losing streak. But we will right. see you then. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.